and thank you for coming back to yet another episode of The Gloving Paradigm, where I am your host, Peter, aka LPD8 Dubuque, and I bring you another overly edited episode because apparently having stuff like this. Coffee burps are bad. Excuse me. Or like this. Be cut out is taking too much time out of it and lose the immersion. But of course, if you guys actually want to enjoy the uh, burping and snoring and sniffing and sneezing a ASMR throughout my show with all the uhs as well, then sure, maybe I'll just leave them in. You should probably tell me in the comment down below. Oh wait, no one watches my episodes anyway, so what's the point? down, get a hold of yourself. Okay, fine, fine, I'm cool, I'm fine. Yep, I don't know where I was going with that, but who cares because no one's watching. <laughs> this guy. Yes, alright, so this week is gonna be a very interesting week because I'm starting something that I've been wanting to start for a little while, and that is pretty much a new series I want to say is called <laughs> Revisitation. So basically what I'm gonna be doing through this new series, it's not really a series, it's just what it is. Basically what I'm going to be doing is just revisiting my old episodes that I have amassed over the Two years that I've been doing this, because surprisingly enough, not everybody knows that I've been doing this for over two years and think that I've only been doing this for three months, because since I wasn't on YouTube for the previous 18 months that, you know, I didn't exist, apparently. Whatever. So yes, what is it this week that I'm going to be covering? This week I'm covering basically gloving's beginning essentials. And if you don't know what that is, is basically what I'm talking about is what does everybody need to get started in this hobby? I'm pretty much going down the list of what people need to know, what they need to get and what they need to do to get into this craft. Cause I know so many people out there are going to tell me that all you need is a pair of gloves with lights on them. And that's all you need because this is just a hobby to you. It's a hobby to me. It's a career. You're the worst. So yes, what is it that you want to start off first to get started on this journey? Well, first of all, I would love to know how you came across gloving and how you got here. It would be very interesting to hear. And secondly, I don't really think that matters at this point. What matters at this point is that you are interested in getting into gloving and you want to know where to start. You came to the right place to find out. So first things first, you need to get a glove set. How do you get a glove set? It's not that hard. You, you go buy it or you have someone gift it or you, you get it. So, now I'm sure most of you are probably gonna be asking, oh, but Peter, where do I go to get this glove sets? There must be so many markets out there that I have to just dig through. No, no, you don't, calm down, <laughs> okay. First things first, we have plenty of companies. A few of the companies that we have out there is Amazing Lights, Futuristic Lights, Candy Creations slash Thor Lights, because I guess they're owned by the same person. Mm -hmm. LED gloves. You also have Glow FX, which is mostly in Europe. So if you're somebody in the European countries, Glow FX is probably where you want to go. And there's pretty much any other third-party sites out there that you can you can look through. You know, Amazon is some place that you could check. I would not recommend it because you probably will get duped out paying too much for something that does not cost that much. Not only that, there are different variations of stuff out there, and I totally get it. It can be a daunting task to figure out what gloves that you want. Do you want the Spectras? Do you want the Chromas? Do you want the Ions? Do you want the Atoms? Do you want the Auroras? Do you want the Uber Nanos? Do, do you, 
yeah, there, there's a lot. I understand that, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm here to help you. Are you sure about that? So first things first. One thing I'm going to tell you is somebody who doesn't know which one to choose, you gotta look at your price points. Yes, you have something on the highest echelon, which is like your Amazing Light Spectre Evos and your futuristic like Atoms. They're they're pretty high up there in price. If you can see, these are the these are the prices for them at the time of this recording, at least. Um. Okay. These are what we would call the best investments in the game because these are programmable chips or macro chips, as I like to call them. And why are they the best investments that you can have in here? Well, simply put, it's because since they are programmable, you only need to buy this one set and for the rest of your life, all you would have to buy is new batteries to keep them going. Because these chips, you can do a lot with them. And I'm not gonna go into a whole huge amount of detail because I have a whole separate episode talking about programming on its own. But yes, you have the pretty much the big ones right here. You know, you also have things like the Chroma Evos from Amazing Lights or the Ions from Futuristic Lights, which in my opinion, if you wanna ask me what is the best beginner programmable set, I'm gonna say the Ions because it streamlined the process for most beginners so, so, so well that I wish more people would just understand why this is so good. A few moments later. So there's a couple other places. You have Candy Creation slash Throw Lights. Throw Lights actually have a programmable set for about $40 the last time I checked. Uh, the price will be up here at the time of the recording. Yes, Apollos are probably the cheapest programmable set that you can get out there. So if you want that, go ahead. I have a pair of the Apollos myself and I thoroughly enjoy them, especially as somebody who's been doing this for 11 years now. But there are other ones out there. So there's a market that I want to explain to newcomers. Okay, there are micro lights out there, which yes, technically all these lights are micro lights, but in the context of between programmables and what I'm going to be talking about next, this is known as micro lights because macro lights are the programmables. They're the ones that you can do, put in any custom color settings. You can do any flash pattern settings. You can do accelerometers. If the chip has an accelerometer, you have the randomizer, blah, 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 blah. When it comes to micro lights, most people know them as bulb chips. Why are they called bulb chips? It's very simple because you change the bulb to change your colors. Say what? I know that sounds convoluted, but trust me, it's that's how it was. And that's how it was back in the day. Today's standards, yes, we have a lot more programmable chips out there that we can utilize. However, back in the day, we had bulb chips or micro lights. Now, why am I talking about these particular lights? Well, simply put, for somebody who's been doing this as long as I have, a newcomer should not have to worry about what best chip line do they have to go get? Do they need to have programmables and stuff like that? No, 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 no. I'm going to be speaking to you as somebody who wants to get into this with the, the littlest amount of investment possible, okay? So, when it comes to somebody trying it out or starting it out, especially if you're somebody who's trying to get somebody into this, go with micro lights, go with bulb chips. Why? It's because these are really cheap. Like in, These sets go anywhere from like 30 to $50 easy. <gasps> They're really cheap, they're not flimsy, they actually have good quality for their price. And if the person's not interested in it, guess what? You can sell those chips really, really easy. There are tons of people who are willing to buy those chips. It's one of those things that I always want to explain to somebody who's trying to get somebody into this craft. Do not go buy the most expensive chip and say, here you go. 
It's the same kind of argument that a lot of impactors will say about purchasing impact lights. So if you're trying to get into impacting, you do not go out there and buy the emissive iNova chips. No, you either go get the Supernovas or you go get the Azatec reboots because they're cheaper. <laughs> oh, it's funny because it's true. Trying to go get the emissive Inovas are expensive as hell because they're pretty rare to find. Not going to get into that right now. So you have those. You have these various places you can go check out. You got amazing lights, juristic lights, candy creations slash throw lights. You got LED gloves. You got glow effects. You got plenty of places you can check out. And if you want to just go through Amazon or eBay or whatever, that's fine. Five minutes later. Okay. So you got your glove sets, whatever it may be. I don't really care at this point. As long as you have a functioning glove set to work with, we are now moving on to the next step. So what's the next step? It's, it's learning how to do, do the, the thing that you want to do. Well, how do people figure out what they want to do anywhere? They go on the internet and then they go spend time on YouTube and go watch tutorials. Nailed it. We have plenty of tutorials. I mean, we have dozens of tutorials. Look at all these tutorials as they're scrolling through the screen right now. There's a lot of them, okay? There's just so many of them out there that you can pretty much pick and choose. Now, if you're somebody who's gonna be asking me, where should you go first to find one of the best resources for a lot of tutorials? I'm so glad you asked. Why? Because this is the perfect time for people to go to these places. First of all, we actually have a website that was made by Glovers for Glovers to be the one-stop shop to learn everything you need to learn about gloving. And just to go on record for right now, I am not sponsored by anyone who I am mentioning in this episode. No one's sponsoring me, no one's giving me any money. I'm doing this out of my own good heart and out of my own pocket, okay? No one's sponsoring me here. So, hashtag not sponsored much 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 later yes so you have one major place you can go to you got you got moves.com which is going to be right here why is this place so perfect well first of all it is created by one of the most renowned glovers in the world ice cream teddy and he has a wonderful wonderful staff of tutors on his team that are willing to teach you now allow me to explain the service here so when it comes to you got moves.com you have the free tutorial library, which is literally the collection of tutorials that they have amassed over the years. And I mean, over the decade long years that gloving has been around, okay? Yes, that's awesome. Secondly, they also offer private tutoring. Now, this is pretty much how everyone should know how tutoring works. You pay somebody to spend a good amount of time with you learning the trade, whether it be your math or be your English or arithmetic or whatever the hell you guys are doing in school these days, I don't even know. But yes, now, <laughs> I know there's a few people in the community who don't like this idea that Oh, people shouldn't be getting paid to teach people how to glove because this should be free and it's art and art should be free. Explain to me how artists survive when they don't get any money to eat or sleep or pr promote and produce the things that you want from them for free. Explain that how that works? It doesn't. It doesn't. Because they're artists and they don't sell out and get off my lawn. But yes, 
to the people who don't like the idea that people are asking money or getting monetized on gloving. You're asking them to spend time with you and you're expecting them to do it for free because... I, I'm still waiting to hear that answer, but I'm not hearing anything. No, you don't have it? Okay, yeah, because that's not how it works. So, with that being said, you have YouGotMoves.com. It is a great e-learning academy. You don't have to spend any money if you want to learn gloving. Just go through their free tutorial library. It's absolutely fantastic. Extremely well in depth and really easy to get into. If you watched any of these tutorials that are in this library and I'm not really sure what they're trying to teach you or anything or it's just not making sense to you, do not hesitate to reach out to me. I'll be more than willing to sit down with you and kind of help elaborate. I will watch the tutorial with you and help you work through the tutorial, okay? It's my job as a content creator of the gloving community to simply help and educate the community in getting better in this craft. That's all I'm trying to do. That being said, we have another place that you can check out. Now, this one I really want to stress because of how much time this person has put into their work. Okay, this is somebody who's amassed 30 years, three zero years of work on this type of research. Greg Irwin, which if you have been in this community for at least six months, you should have heard this name once. Okay, Greg Irwin, also known as the original Glover, which yes, that is his handle on, <laughs> on Discord at least. But here, here's the thing. This man developed handhealth.com, which I will have provided right here, handhealth.com. Why is this so important? Well, first of all, what is the thing that Gloving uses the most to pull off the thing that they do? Their hands, right? Yeah, cool. Greg Irwin was somebody who, being somebody who's learning to be a I remember if it was a master's, I want to say it was a master's in music, but regardless, he was, he was learning music in college. And the thing that people need to understand when it comes to musical degrees in college is that a lot of the times you have to learn multiple instruments. And I mean, not just like within the same kind of echelon, like woodwinds. So oboes, clarinets, saxophones, things like that, right? Or brass where it's like your trumpets, your trombones, your tubas, blah, 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 whatever. No, 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 he had to literally learn guitar, piano, like varying different styles of music in different musical instruments that don't all use the same thing. So he developed this entire, this entire idea and this entire website to show you how to build on your hands and to keep them healthy. If you're somebody who has a lot of hard time with their finger independence, right? Or they just can't, they can't get that finger independence where they want to do the digiting properly. Handhealth.com is the place you want to go. Why? It's because this man has learned how to drill with your fingers in a physical therapeutic way. The prophecy is true. So many people who deal with arthritis go to this guy and go to his website because it helps with their hands. Especially somebody like me who's now in their 30s and actually is starting to feel that arthritis pain coming in. Yeah, you bet your sweet ass I'm over there on his website learning all those things to keep my hands healthy because these things are the reason why I'm making content on the internet. Many months later. So, if you have not checked it out, please go check it out. Trust me, this guy sells 
merch, not just merchandise to help promote him stuff, but he sells you tools to help your hands get better. They have the little rubber band things, the tension bands. Those are really helpful to get you those, these points, you know, get that pretty look, right? He has the Chinese medicine balls that allow to roll it in your hands. He has the Foshiki balls that really do help with your finger rolls. If you can see right here, trying to learn how to isolate and stuff like that. You know, he has all that stuff. Go check it out. Trust me, this guy wants to help the community be good at their craft by also helping you build on the health of your hands. Whatever you say, Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't know why I just said that. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but gotta stand by it. Now, I shouldn't have to say this. This should go without saying, in all honesty, but I have to explain it. So, if you're somebody who's just starting out in gloving and you're trying to figure out where you need to start in the tutorials, start with your basic stuff. Everybody's going to say this and even I'm going to say this. Start with your finger rolls, okay? What? I knew it. Stop letting him make you realize stuff. Finger rolls, in my opinion, is the quintessential thing you need to master to master everything else. Because finger rolls pretty much encompasses the maximum amount of movement with your fingers, okay? Everything that you do in a finger roll can be applied to everything in gloving, all right? That's why I consider it the quintessential lesson. Why would you say something so controversial yet so brave? But that's just me. Three days later. So, start with your basic, move on to intermediate, and go into your advanced. However, Here's the thing that a lot of people are going to learn, or they're going to find out, and it's going to be kind of a hard reality moment. Please don't. You're going to hit those points where just watching the tutorial isn't going to be enough to help you learn. You might hit something that is just beyond your understanding, which is totally fine. A lot of, all of us, all of us Glovers have hit this point. And if you said that you're a Glover that has never hit this point, you're lying. You are lying. Okay, trust me, I know you're lying. You are a liar! No, I'm not! So, how else do you get better besides just watching tutorials? Well, it's really simple, really. You join the community, you get involved with the community. Now, I don't really wanna say this because it's dumb and I don't like using this platform anymore, especially since this platform has proven itself to not be very kind to gloving at all anymore, especially now. There are major Facebook groups you can go join how dare you? Yeah, you got the Facebook groups you can join. You have Glovers Lounge, you have Art of Gloving, Glovers United, and the Worldwide Glovers Group. Okay. You're the reason this species is a failure, and it makes me angry. I really don't like using Facebook anymore. You can clearly tell how I don't want to use it anymore. But. Unfortunately, since that's where all the Glovers like to hang out still because they have this aversion to moving away from this platform to any other platform, I swear Glovers are like worse, way worse than boomers when it comes to this stuff. Whoa, 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 whoa. But yeah, you have Facebook to use. 75 years later. Other places you can go check out. You can go check out Reddit to use as well. It's not as big as any of the Facebook groups, but it's there. But if you actually want to get to a community that's growing, thriving, and is teaching people how to get into this craft, and not only get into this craft, but get good at it, you want to get onto Discord. Big place that you want to join is the Worldwide Glovers Discord group. Why? It's because 
That's where everyone's starting to hang out now. With all this crap that's happened in the past year to going into two years now, Discord is where a lot of Glovers migrated to. Why? It's because now we have video chats, we have lab sessions. Not only that, you have people like myself who spend every night in there when I'm not at work. I'm doing videos. I spend all my nights in there hanging out with newcomers, teaching them the things that I know, helping them work on their skills, work on their craft, get their techniques down, learn the flow through, learn the musicality, and understand how to incorporate showmanship. I am teaching these things, and guess what? I'm doing it all for free. That's a suicide mission. Did someone say crazy person? No. Well, I heard it. Yeah, sorry, I, I just have to stress that part. That I'm actually doing this out of my own time, teaching these people. Because I want to. It's my goal. Five minutes later. So yeah, you have all these places that you can go to. My recommendation, start with Discord. Because you're going to be directly involved with the community. Not only that, there are members of the community, not only myself, but a lot of the moderators and a lot of the active people on Discord who are simply there trying to help you learn. And they just want you to get into this. They want you to enjoy and embrace this craft just as much as we have. Am I getting a little melodramatic? I don't care. It's my show. And I get to do whatever I want. Stop it. Get some help. You guys are weird. Anyways. So yeah, you got that. That's my recommendation. If you want to be involved with the community, start with Discord. Probably the best place to go. For crying out loud, some of the most renowned Glovers around the world hang out in this particular Discord. So if you want to hang out with like the likes of, I don't know, maybe Ice Cream Teddy every now and then when he pops in, maybe UV Flow might pop in every now and then, you got Recursion that pops in now and then, Starlight pops in now and then, just makes an appearance. I, I don't see why you guys are disagreeing with me or you guys are being so adamant not joining this Discord when you got the people, the likes of them hanging out in here. How much more credibility do you need? Two thousand years later. Final notes on like tutorials, enjoying the community. The number one thing I will certainly say, if you have a question or you have thought of something that you need answers to, instead of just asking immediately, a lot of people are going to recommend you, especially if you're on the uh, Facebook groups, to use the search bar. <laughs> because nine times out of 10, the question that you're going to be asking has been already asked and been answered to death. So, a lot of people will tell you that. However, again, if you just join the Discord group, we'll help you, all right? That's that's our goal. For the few last few notes that I wanted to cover is like things like recording advice because I know a lot of people are going to ask me this. What should I get to record? What camera should I use? Do I need to do this, do that, do this? No, no, calm down. You do not need to go buy some photo shoot studio level equipment stuff. I mean, I am literally recording this off of my phone that's connected to my computer that's recording it onto the computer. Like that's, I'm, that's all I'm using. Not only that, I have a little clip-on wide-angle lens on my camera as well. So that way you can actually see more of this room. Cause without that, you only see about this much. And with how much I flail my arms around in this room, yeah, I kinda need that wide angle. Yeah, so when it comes to recording, your phone is adequate, okay? I'm not sitting here saying that you need to have like some 4K high-res def definition for your, your videos. No, 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 no. You just need a good working camera, maybe a fisheye lens, 
Now, if you're asking me where to go to find fisheye lens, here's the thing. Fisheye lens are pretty cheap. You can get them pretty much anywhere in any department store. So if you go to Target, Walmart, you can get them on Amazon, you can go anywhere. All right, I fortunately got my hands on this particular set for the wide angle lens that is valued at $200 for $10 at Goodwill when I purchased it. So I'm not saying that you should go check out the Goodwills to see if you can find them. I'm just saying sometimes in the most unlikely of places you're gonna find pretty good deals. So, but yeah, we're look, when it comes to fisheye lens, you're looking at about eight to $10 for this little thing. I mean, most of the time they come, they come in this, you know, they, they come in this little bag and they come with lenses. As you can see, they come with this little clip and they come with another little lens that you can have this little wide angle and it has a little macro lens. And then you have a little fisheye lens that goes over on top of the camera. You know? They're really cheap. That's why you see so many people with the fisheye lens. Now, if you're somebody who's asking me, why do we use fisheye lens or wide angle lens? I just demonstrated it with you with my arms. As I knock off all my stuff, Anyway, so you don't need to have a big fancy camera. You don't need to have a big fancy lens. Just use your phone, use about eight to $10 to go get a fisheye lens and you're good to go. Now, if you're asking me about lighting, not the greatest lighting person in the world. However, if you're looking at my room, I have one lamp over here pointing off to the wall. I have another lamp over here pointing at the wall. So the light reflecting off the wall gives this ambient glow. Okay, that's why you can still see my little overhead light doing its thing. My recommendation is go check out Starlight's post. I will actually have it linked down below, or if I can't get it linked, I will literally copy and paste her post in a comment and pin it so you guys will have it there. That way you guys can at least figure out what she likes to do, considering <laughs> she actually has stage experience in lighting. Okay, so I would rather have Starlight explain it. She's pretty good at this stuff, all right? And Jesus wept. For there were no more worlds to conquer. My final thought on this whole thing, is just general maintenance. Keeping your, your battery, well, just keeping your equipment clean and keeping your hands taken care of and properly storing your stuff, it's gonna be fine. Now, you're probably asking me, how do I properly store my gloves? Well, a very common, very common, Thing that you'll see people use are these bags. As you can see, amazing lights make a lot of them. They actually make pretty thick ones. Here's another thing I'll also say. Futuristic Lights also makes one. They don't show their logo as easily, but if you guys can take a look at that, and you can just kind of see there, there's their logo. They, a lot of the companies will make their own little pouches that you can carry your gloves in. Now, something that from my experience, what I like to do when it comes to these gloves because even if the inside is lined white, they will start to gray your gloves. And what I like to do is I like to actually put my gloves in a Ziploc bag to make sure they stay as white as possible. The other thing I also say is to somebody, there's people out there that I know have 
excessive sweat glands in their hands. You know, their hands get really, really sweaty, so their gloves are gonna get sweaty and get dirty really quickly. Not only that, moisture is gonna start to build up in their chips. There is a very, very simple solution to solve this problem, okay? Most people are just like, oh, just air out your gloves and just let them sit there out. No, 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 no. That will cause oxidation. Do not let that happen. Personally, I would take out all the chips and make sure all the chips are clean and dry. But if you want to go the lazy route, which I know a lot of people tend to do, if you know those little mesh bags that have like the little potpourri scent things in them, all you need is something that big, fill it up with rice and stick it in the Ziploc bag with your gloves. Why is that? Is because the rice is going to act as a dissistent, which if you don't know what that is, it's something that pulls moisture out of the air and it's going to pull the moisture out of your gloves and out of your chips and out of the batteries. However, like I said, it would behoove you to actually clean your chips, okay, and clean your battery stuff. If you're asking me what to use to clean with it, isopropyl alcohol, you're good to go. So that's the other thing. Now, when it comes to battery maintenance, okay, as long as you guys aren't letting them touch other external surfaces, they're not going to drain. The other thing is I'll certainly say with the gloves and the light staying in the gloves, that kind of helps prevent the battery drains on itself. If you don't know, or if you don't understand how these batteries work, these batteries are very sensitive to touch connections, okay? They can be drained very easily just by sitting on something that could cause a drain. Them sitting in the open on top of each other will cause a drain on themselves. Trust me, I should know. I did it for 11, I've been doing this for 11 years, so I know that this will drain your batteries. Okay, how do you properly store them? Well, first of all, if you're like me, you don't immediately throw away the packaging that your, your batteries came in. If you want to save, not dead batteries, but they're pretty kind of used, but they still have a lot of juice in them, hold on to that case, the, the little packaging that you got your batteries in, and just put them in there. Don't let them be touching each other. Now, I know there are companies, I don't remember which one, I'm not even going to go through that, I'm sure I'll probably just put it down here. There are companies out there that do make battery cases. What do I mean by battery cases? They're little trays that have a little silicone top that you can put, slide on and off and you can put the batteries in them. It's a little carrying case. It's a better way to store, store them because it makes them last way longer than the actual packaging that they come in. Surprise, surprise, right? One eternity later. I think that's all for my episode. <laughs> I think I covered everything I needed to cover in here. Certainly hope you guys enjoy what I have to say. So if you have any questions that I did not cover in this episode, please, Please let me know. I want to help you. I want to clarify if there is something that you're not clear on, I will help you at least get the clarification you need. If I can't provide the answer, I will at least provide a way for you to find the answer. So yeah, if you have any questions, hit me up on all my various social medias. They will all be linked down in the comments section. Well, they'll all be linked down in the description below, not the comment section. But you also have the comment section that you can hit me up there because guess what? You're on YouTube if you're watching this. So use the comment section. It's down there for a reason. And of course, if you guys like the content I'm making and you wish to help me make better content, you have the wonderful opportunity to support me on Patreon. Okay, you need to let that oh go. Oh my god, okay. no one cares. It's so boring every day. Yes, as little as $1 a month gets me one closer to my first goal. I swear to god, I'm going to shut down this Patreon thing if after a year no one bites. Because what's the point in keeping it going if after a year no one touches it? But yep, that's pretty much all for my episode. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you guys enjoyed what I had to say. Again, please let me know if you have any questions, concerns, comments, blah, 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 blah. But I absolutely love you guys. But I am your host, Peter, a.k.a. LPD Dubuque, and I'll see you guys all next week. <laughs>